Hello, beloved, and welcome to the book of Revelation, where we are going to take a look at uh, Revelation chapter 8. And we're going to start with verse 2. Last time we ended uh, only doing verse 1. But um, in this evening message, we're going to look at, or we're going to start with Revelation chapter 8, verse 2. Before we read it, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can come to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for uh, a book like the book of Revelation, that we can read it and, and, and see something of what's going to happen in the future. But ultimately, to know that you are in control and Christ is victorious. And those who believe on him, that we will have eternal life and walk in his victory and receive reward. And all those things just because of who you are and because you've given us the end from the beginning. You've shown us what happened in the beginning. You show us what happens at the end. And Father, thank you so much that we can have your word that teaches us. And uh, I pray that as we study the book of Revelation or continue to study it, I pray that you will open up our hearts and our minds, our hearts to receive, our minds to understand so that you may be glorified in and through our lives, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Now, I believe it's important for us to, to study the book of Revelation. Now, I understand that it's, it's hard. It's a hard book to understand. And I know that there are people that are reluctant to, to actually even go into it to go and study it. But let's... Take it verse by verse and let's work our way through the book of Revelation. So we're in Revelation chapter 8 verse 2 where we see the following. This is what we read. It says, And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Right, so we have seven angels. Remember that angels are created beings. Okay, uh, They have been created by God. And the purpose of the angels is to, how can I say, to glorify God, to do what God expects them to do, and obviously to minister to God's people. But here in the book of Revelation, it, it tells us that the work of the angels, are, especially when it comes to the end of time, now when it comes to the last things, we see that they've got a... Uh, some of the angels has a has a job to do, and I think it must be a tough one to do. And here we have the seven angels. It says they stand before God, and as they stand before God, they were given seven trumpets. Now, these seven trumpets are basically, uh, let's say, if we look at the Bible, for example, what these trumpets stand for, what the purpose of the trumpets are in the Bible is it is a call to assemble, for example, in, in Numbers chapter 10, verse 3. Uh, but it's also a call to move in in verse 5 of Numbers chapter 10. Uh, it's like an alarm for war to start uh, in Numbers 10, uh, 9. I remember how, you know, these these people would stand up, these men would stand up with these long trumpets and with the flags behind them, it always fascinated me. You know, in these old movies when it was wartime, and then they would blow these trumpets. And as they blow the trumpets, then 
war would start. And I mean, it was the one army on that side, the other army on this side, and they would uh, go towards one another and it would be a battle on the battlefield. Uh, absolutely amazing. So uh, Trumpets has this this idea that there's something coming. But also in, in Numbers chapter 10, verse 10, it announces a time of festivity. So you would hear the trumpet um, sound and it would be time to come for the festival or to have a festival. But I always remember as well, um, you know, this when they take the trumpet and when somebody passed away and they play the the trumpet and they play that, that somber song, it, it's, it always reminds me of when trumpets are involved. Yes, it, it might be an announcement for festivities, obviously, but there are more to, to trumpets that sound, uh, specifically when it comes to Scripture. So you have these angels. They're ready to basically carry out God's will. Okay? And God's will is for them to receive a trumpet. And when they receive that trumpet and when they blow that trumpet, that trumpet will actually initiate something that God wants done. Okay, so these seven angels are instruments in God's hands. Okay, and as they are obedient to God, things will happen in the final or in the last days. Okay, now... What is the purpose for these trumpets in Revelation chapter 8? I think if we if we dig into the passage, we see that it's basically a call uh, to the wicked to repent before the great judgment that is coming. It's the, the trumpets that says, listen, something huge is coming. Beware, watch out. It's like this call from God, giving people a chance to, or the opportunity to, to basically repent of what they are doing, to turn to God, and um, obviously to, to, to Christ by faith. Okay? And it's interesting that the, the, these trumpets, even though it not only announces something coming, it is actually, it initiates something that is coming. But God always warns people before he judges them. That's the amazing thing about God, isn't it? He warns people before he judges them. So the trumpets are used as a warning uh, and uh, as a, a warning call to the unsaved to repent before the judgment comes. In fact, I believe the seals and the trumpets and the bowls, they all act as warnings and um, like an execution of God's judgment on the wicked. The seven seals, for example, it introduces God's judgments. The seven trumpets, it announces God's judgment. And then the seven bowls of wrath that is poured out on the earth is God's physical judgment upon the earth. And a lot of things happen. But before that, a lot of things also happen. Even with these trumpets, there are things that, that actually happen that is heartbreaking. It's, it's painful to hear. And, and beloved, you know what? When we read the book of Re Revelation, even though it tells us about the triumph of Christ over his enemies, uh, we, we 
read how Christ conquers death and conquers sin and he conquers the devil and he conquers um, Hades, you know, hell. And everything is cast, the, the Antichrist and the, the false prophet and, and all those who did not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ is cast into the lake of fire and Jesus Christ is victorious. He reigns on this earth for a thousand years. He sets up the uh, millennium ki- millennial kingdom in righteousness and then at the end of it, Satan is released for a while and then he is cast in the lake of fire. But what we see is there's this creation of a new heaven and a new earth and the new Jerusalem and all these beautiful things we see in the book of Revelation. So what we see is the triumph of Jesus Christ. It's clear. It's clear cut. But we also see the judgment of the Almighty God upon the people of the earth, which includes Jesus Christ, who is the second person of the Trinity. But beloved, think about it. Here we have these enormous judgments that are coming. The seven seals introduces the, the judgments to us who read the book of Revelation, but it's actually supposed to introduce the judgment and show the judgment to everybody that that should be reading the book of Revelation. And, and we should be mouthpieces uh, to basically warn the unsaved about the judgments of God that is coming. The seven trumpets that announces these judgments, we are supposed, before these uh, these trumpets start announcing the judgments of God, we need to go and warn people that the judgment is coming. And we need to have such a love for for the unsaved that we will not keep quiet. If we see somebody that's unsaved and they, they don't know what God is saying in the book of Revelation, we should share it with them. We should take time to really bring the truth of God's word to the unsaved. Now, beloved, I know that people who are unsaved, they will not necessarily listen. Most of them won't, won't listen. Scripture doesn't say for nothing that the, um, the road that leads to heaven is narrow. The gate is, is a small gate. And the road that leads to eternal damnation is like a highway. And the the gate is wide and many enter into it. But still, we, we have this opportunity to take the book of Revelation because it's God's revelation of what's going to happen at the end and to take it to people and to warn them. Beloved, because when we get to the seven bowls of God's wrath that is poured out on this earth, wow, it is heartbreaking what's going to happen to the people of the earth but also already with this with the trumpets there's already a huge judgment that takes place look at verse 3 revelation chapter 8 verse 3 it says and another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer and he was given a much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne Right, so what we have here is we have another angel. It's not one of the seven angels uh, that, that's going to blow the trumpet. This is another angel. Um, and this angel is given a large quantity of incense to basically add to the prayers of the saints. Now, we need to understand the censer because the censer was like a, f- let's call it a fire pan uh, in which hot coals from the altar were placed. And then they would take incense, now grains of incense, that they would then take and they would burn it on the coals 
and it would produce this sweet smell that would go up uh, before the Lord. Leviticus chapter 16, verse 12 and 13 says, Then he shall take this a censer full of burning coals of fire from the altar before the Lord, with his hands full of sweet incense, beaten fine, and bring it inside the veil. Verse 13, And he shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the testimony, uh, lest he die. So this incense had a very specific purpose uh, in, in biblical times. Beloved, and it, it would give off this sweet aroma before the Lord, and it would basically cover a multitude of sins, if we can look at it in, in that, that respect. All right, so this angel is given this this large quantity of incense that needs to be added to the prayers of the saints. So this sweet aroma, this sweet smell could rise up to the Almighty God. Then verse 4 tells us, And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Oh, isn't it beautiful? This sweet aroma with the prayers of the saints comes before God. Now, it doesn't mean that God sits there and he has got huge nostrils and he wants to take in the smell of the sweet um, incense. That's not what it's all about. This is figurative speech. This is like a, a picture of this fragrance that goes up to God. It needs to be a fragrance that is sweet. It's something that needs to be acceptable to God. Uh, it's not going to be something that's bitter or that smells bad or whatever. No, this needs to, to be something that's sweet that goes along with the prayers of the saints because it, these are things that comes before God and God um, listens to the prayers of His people and the, the incense is basically, uh, how can I say, something that, that comes before God in the sense that He He receives you know, the, the prayers, and he receives that which was done so that um, he can act on it. Because God doesn't leave our prayers unanswered. He listens to our prayers, and he answers our prayers. He obviously, he does it in his own time. Sometimes he says, no, wait, wait, wait. Or he says, no, and sometimes he says, wait. And, but God hears our prayers, and he always answers our prayers, especially his children. Okay, and when he answers our prayer, sometimes it takes time because God does it the way he intends to do it, not the way that we expect him to do it, but the way that he decided to do it. Now, verse 8 says in Revelation chapter 8, it says, Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder and rumblings and flashes of lightning and an earthquake. Oh, beloved, now what happens now? Now, this angel takes the censer and he fills it with fire from the altar. This is now this vision that, that, that John sees. And then he throws this fire f that was on the altar uh, now in the, in the censer and he takes it and throws it on the earth. And the moment he does that, there is... This pearl, the peals of thunder and rumblings and flashes of lightning, and there's this major, major earthquake. And it, it must be devastating to hear. 
the the censor that was basically offered um, well, that offered the incense is filled with fire from the altar and by by the way beloved when fire then strikes the earth it causes thunder and lightning and earthquake and it's all symbolic or symbolical if we can say of God's judgment all these sounds from heaven symbolical of God's judgment there was this warning the trumpet sounds but then these things starts happening Yo, beloved, and let me tell you, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. A fearful thing. And we need to be very, 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 how can I say, um, diligent in sharing these truths with people who are not saved. Because this is the reality. This is coming. Verse 8 of Revelation chapter 8, um, verse 6, sorry, of Revelation chapter 8 says, So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets they prepared themselves to sound. And here it comes. Remember, this is the announcement of um, judgment that is coming. So the first angel, verse 7, sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Think of a world without any green grass, beloved. Think about it. With a third of the trees burned. Just think about this major felt fires that, that, how can I say, that broke out in different countries all over the world. And it's on the news every single night. And how many people lost their lives and how many animals lost their lives and, and so on. And you'll be talking about a third of the trees of the whole world that will be affected. This is huge. This is very, very huge. Just think about the smoke. If people want to moan about global warming or climate change and all these kind of things, wait for the tribulation period when a third of all the trees are going to be burnt and all the green grass. Beloved, think of the heat. The fire is going to be extremely hot. And now when you burn green grass and you're going to burn green trees, it's going to give off huge amounts of smoke. And, and it could be that... The smoke will be so dense that it will actually cover the sun and the moon. So if the sun can't shine through all this thick smoke, the earth cools down. But beloved, we are talking about judgment here. So the first trumpet, this angel that, that blows the first trumpet, you in verse 6, he, he is he's ready or he's preparing himself to sound it. Now, the first four trumpets basically affects nature. Now they, they, when they are sounded, judgment upon nature. So it, we call it natural calamities. And, and I think when that still happens, it's going to be easy for the world to, to turn their back on God and say, ah, oh, no, this is natural. Just like they did with all these fires that were burning in, in these different countries. Okay. But so if we say that the first four trumpets, Scripture teaches or Revelation teaches us, it affects nature, so it's natural calamities. The next two basically pronounces woes upon mankind. So things happen to people. Now, this first trumpet is basically then land disasters. Nah. 
So it's hail and fire that's mixed with blood, and it speaks of judgment. Now, if it's mixed with blood, it means that the, the hail and the fire hurts people. But it could hurt animals as well. Those things that has blood in them, when this judgment falls upon the earth, there are going to be blood that flows, which means that people are going to be hurt. Animals are going to be hurt. But it says that only a third of the trees were affected, which means this is this is not a final judgment. There's still more to come because there's still two-thirds of the trees left. Okay, But when we talk about the, the green grass, all of it is destroyed. As I said before, it talks about a very hot fire. Very, very hot. Beloved, and this, these are things that that has been revealed to us so that you and I may know what the scripture teaches about these things. So when we look at these trumpets, well, we've, we've just looked at the first one. God willing, we'll continue with them. But when you look at the trumpets, and, and let's think about the fact that the trumpets are announcing the judgment of God. Beloved, it reminds me of Scripture. Where in Scripture, at, in, in various places in Scripture, God warns us about the future. God warns us about things that are coming in, in the future. It's like an announcement that serious things are going to happen. Jesus, for example, when he, uh, you know, when he was um, at the temple and the disciples told him, in the Olivet Discourse now, when the disciples told him about the, look at the beauty of the temple and the buildings and so on. And then Jesus starts telling them about um, all the things that's going to happen on the earth. Eh? Earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars and, and, and all these kind of things. And then he says, this is just the beginning of birth pains. This is not the whole thing. Love it because what was what Jesus was speaking about in the book of, of uh, the, the Gospels, about what's going to happen at the end um, in book of in the book of Revelation, it gives us a deeper understanding of what is going to happen. Think about it: if a third of the trees of the world burns down and the the smoke rises up before you know before the sun and the moon, and the 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 thickness of the smoke, you know, for people to to be able to breathe, and then the animals that's going to die, all the green grass is dead. It burned, basically. How hot um, this earth is going to become, or the places at least that's burning. Chances are, what's going to flow out of this judgment, you know, when, or this trumpet that blows, is famine, pestilence. People are are going to experience things that's never been experienced before in history. And beloved, we know it. We read it in Scripture. We know that these things are going to happen. And because we know that these things are going to happen, I believe, just like the trumpets, are warnings of the coming judgment of God, we need to be like trumpets. That doesn't mean we are trumpets, but we need to be like trumpets in the sense of announcing, warning that things are going to come upon this earth. And 
there is only one way for people to escape what is coming upon the earth. And that is to turn by faith to Jesus Christ. Bow the knee before him, knees before him now. Acknowledge him as Lord. Acknowledge him as King, as Master, as Supreme in Authority. Acknowledge him as the only means to be saved. Acknowledge him as the only one who can get, give us entrance into heaven. And then to repent of our sin, turn away from our sin, turn to Christ and embrace him. As Ray Comfort always says, um, embrace him like a parachute. When you are in a plane and you know the plane is going down and you receive a parachute, you're going to put that parachute on, you're going to hold on to it for, for, with everything that's in you because you know that parachute is going to save your life. But if you're just flying in a plane and everything is going well and somebody gives you a parachute and say, oh, this parachute is going to make your life easier. Uh, you're going to put the parachute on and for a while you're going to sit there and say, yeah, but this thing is uncomfortable. And eventually you're going to take it off because there's no reason for having it on. But if you know that the plane is going down and you're going to need that parachute to save your life, then you're going to hold, you know, hold on to it with everything that is in you. The same thing with Christ and our trust in Him that He's the one who can give us eternal life and He's the one, only one who gives us eternal life. And we trust in Him and we believe in Him because He's our only hope, just like a parachute is our only hope if we have to jump out of a plane. So, beloved, we understand that the parachute is our only hope. We understand that the Lord Jesus Christ is our only hope uh, to be delivered from the judgment of God, to be freed from the wrath of God that is going to be poured out upon this earth. And we have this amazing message to, to take to a dying world, to a world that is going to go through this process and going through this, all the th things that are going to ha happen on this earth, and we can warn them now, before it even happens. May the Lord help us, beloved, that we can take this message of, of hope into this world, even though we have to share with them the fact that this earth is going to be destroyed because of sin, because of unrighteousness, because of evil, because of the fact that it hates God and doesn't want anything to do with God. God is going to judge this world in righteousness and destroy it eventually. But there's hope in Christ Jesus and Him alone. Beloved, and that's the message that we can take to the world. We can be like this trumpet that announces the judgment. Yes, we need to tell people that it's going to happen. It's an announcement of judgment that's coming. But at the same time, it's also uh, a call to people to repent, to bow their knees before Jesus and now to escape the wrath that is to come. Oh, beloved, may we be instruments in God's hands to do exactly that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can be instruments in your hands, just like the trumpets. Yes, we know the trumpets, that, that sounds is basically an announcement that the judgment of you, the Almighty God, is there, and it's going to happen. But Father, now, in the time that we're living in, looking forward to we, we know that these things are coming and now we can make that announcement and say judgment is coming, be warned. And I pray that you will enable us, please, to, uh, 
to be effective um, trumpet blowers so that we can tell people about the truth of the judgment that is to come. Father, so that your name may be glorified in and through our lives and that many may come to salvation. Oh, Father, use us, please, and enable us to be witnesses unto you and to be the the trumpets that sound forth the warning. This we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Beloved, thank you very much for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he give you his peace. As we go out and warn um, those who are not saved, as we warn them of the coming judgment, and as we announce that the judgment is inevitable, it is coming. May the Lord give us the ability to do that. God willing, until next time, when we uh, go into more depth into the book of Revelation, as we work our way through it, God bless. Bye-bye.